Hey there, today I am joined once again by Sarah and we're going to take a deep dive into how she looks at the roster building process for Marvel Crisis Protocol. My name is Nate and welcome to the Gamers Guild. Uh, so, Sarah, for the people who don't know, uh, why is your name so familiar to everybody? <laughs> um, well, I have done an interview with you before where we talked about the uh, upcoming grunts, which are no longer upcoming. They're now released. Um, and, and so much fun, I, by the way. I'm so glad. I, we had a lot of fun working on them. Um, and I am a developer on Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah, awesome. And I pinky promise I will ask no leading questions or try to get you or myself in trouble with uh, any of uh, the, the Wills or anybody else today. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're just going to be kind of going through the process of constructing a roster. And then uh, at a later point in time, we'll actually have the roster that you build here today and the roster that Josh is building with Dallas. And they're going to battle it out for office bragging rights or some such nonsense, I guess. I don't know. Uh, friendly, but Friendly competition. Absolutely. The, the nothing on the line except the good times. Always. Uh, awesome. So. Uh, my first question for you, I guess, is what affiliation do you want to build around today uh, to, to kind of set the uh, idea and tone of uh, where we might be uh, leaning for the rest of the construction? Mm, so I very frequently play Brotherhood. There's a lot of characters in there that I enjoy. So I think I'm going to mix it up today and try something new. Ooh. Well, not new. Obviously, I, I play with all the affiliations, but uh, new for an interview. Let, let's do that. Let's do uh, Asgardians. Asgardians oh, are fun. I like it. And there's sneaky, sneaky things uh, coming up that I am super excited about. But mm -hmm. uh, so I guess let's start with, uh, I guess, kind of in general. Now we, we've got Asgardians a little bit on the mind. Uh, when you are making a roster for a game night or an event, if you get to, to go to many of those, where do you normally begin and why? So if it's for a specific event, um, especially something with a theme, I, I tend to want to build narratively. So like if we were going for Hell to Pay, which was recently announced as well, then we would want to uh, just pick something that I think would be interesting for telling myself a, a little internal story while we play. Mm -hmm. um, but if there's no specific thing, if we're just going to play and have a good time, then I always just pick characters that I enjoy and build around them. So I'll pick somebody who I want to be the star of my show and build everything to, to help that character get to get out there on the battlefield and do their thing. Absolutely. Make, make them the star, shine the spotlight on them. And uh, I love it. I've, mm -hmm. I've done that a couple of times myself and have had a lot of fun uh, making sure that Venom uh, takes over the board or something like that. Uh, cool. So from there, I guess you, you, you have your star character or something uh, from there. Do you start looking at leaderships or affiliations that that character is in 
or leaderships that are like synergizing with what they do well? Yeah. So um, if, if you want to maximize the efficiency of a character, you generally want to try to play them in affiliations. So, and just looking at the, the massive possible combinations out there, it also helps provide a, a useful creative constraint to mm-hmm. pick your character, pick an affiliation and go from there. Um, so I guess today we started with the affiliation and are going to go backwards. So that works too. <laughs> um, and many affiliations like Asgard only have one leader. Um, mm-hmm. Some have more. So again, that that helps you rapidly dial in what you're going to be doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Asgard, we know we're going to have Thor, so we're going to want to build around Thor's leadership and go from there. Awesome. Uh, so what kind of uh, synergies do you look for when you're building your team? Do you, do you want to have your affiliation uh, to a certain play style like attrition or maybe a little bit more controlly like the web warriors uh, or are you just kind of uh, focused on getting a value out of that leadership sometimes <laughs> personally personally i like to play um attrition i like to play beaters and i like to get in there and roll a lot of dice and throw a lot of terrain and cause a <laughs> lot of chaos that's just what I think is fun. Um, that's how I have a good time playing. Then you know what? Brotherhood and Asgard sound right up your alley. I know. Shocking, right? Shocking. <laughs> so when it comes to the crisis selection, are you trying to put in crisis cards that have threat totals that you like? Or do you care more about like the number of extracts an objective has or maybe the layout of secure or do you just try to keep it narrative? So like if you're doing Asgard, you want to make sure that you bring uh, the worthy with the hammer objectives and stuff. So the crises are where I start to get a little bit more technical in my selections, um, mm-hmm. a little bit less narrative, because uh, especially when you're playing something like Asgard, you have to be aware that you don't have a wide range of um, threat values to play with and stay affiliated, right? They're, they're fives and fours generally. Um, So for this specific one, I would want to tend towards um, threat value as a a primary motivator. And then from there, I always want to pick um, uh, special effects and things that I enjoy playing with. So again, what's going to cause a little bit of havoc when we put it out on the field? That's what I like playing with. Absolutely. Uh, and so I guess with Asgard, do you, you want to try to hit some of those uh, higher threat totals, I guess, normally trying to shy away from the, the 14 end of things? Yeah, the 14 is definitely a rude thing to play into Asgard. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Uh, and then I guess my, my last question is kind of uh, just a neat, uh, kind of more fun one. Uh, when it comes to splash characters, do you always try to make sure you have a personal, a favorite character along for the ride? Uh, for instance, recently I have been all about uh, Hood, who for better or for worse has been making it into maybe more rosters than he should be. Yeah, I think I, I've said this every opportunity I've been given since she came out, but um, Electra like sneaks into basically every roster, whether she should or not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess that is what ninjas do. Um, and Mystique also 
sneaks into rosters that perhaps, perhaps for better or worse, she belongs in. Um, I just really enjoy those characters. And like I said, I, I'm primarily motivated by getting characters I want to play onto the field. So yeah, that's where the, that's where a lot of the fun is for it anyway. So uh, I completely understand that as well. Uh, and with that, let's uh, let's get into actual roster construction. Uh, so we're going with Asgard as kind of like that uh, that main force, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I feel like a pretty good place to start is going to be Thor. That's that's pretty much mandatory <laughs> if you want to play Asgard. Um, <laughs> And hopefully, if you're an Asgardian fan, you're also a Thor fan. So that's not that's not too restrictive there to say you want to see Thor swinging his hammer around on the field. Absolutely not. Um, and then personally, I think it's wise to always bring Valkyrie as the the only affiliated three threat that's out there um, to try to get you that flexibility. And also, I I am a big Valkyrie fan. I'm a fan of the that original Defenders team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like uh, to see her on the field. I, I actually am a, a very big like like a lot of people are like, oh Valkyrie, like she's the the one chick from the movie, and I'm like, no no no, she dated the Flash Thompson. Like she's uh, she's pretty high up on my uh, list of characters, so I'm more than happy to have Valkyrie on the table. Well, the cool thing about Valkyrie is that she can be a lot of people. Valkyrie is a title. True, also true. So you can always have your customization when you're building your personal squad and your personal narrative. Whichever version of Valkyrie you want to see, that's the one you bring. Yep, it's the it's the beauty of it. Uh, so we've got Thor and Valkyrie. Uh, what other Asgardians uh, do you want to throw in here before we start uh, splashing around? So I'm in the fun position of I have access to everybody when I'm building my roster, but not all players do, right? You don't necessarily have every single box of MCP, especially the more and more of them that come out. So mm-hmm. before we get into any sort of optimal picks, I do want to say that there aren't any wrong picks. You, you can bring your favorite characters and have a good time and have a good roster. Um, and you don't need to have every single box to get a good list on the table. I fully, fully agree with that, yeah. Getting into it, um, Asgardians are one of... They're more narrow than something like Avengers or even the new S.H.I.E.L.D. that's out now. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone... Oh, I guess there's Angela is also at a five. So, yeah. so basically everyone else is at a four. Um, so if you're looking for flexibility there, you're not going to get it. So you may as well just take the characters you like. Um, but I like I like Hela to play on the table because I kind of I like the character that's got a mini game going inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy playing with the claimed souls and trying to balance the risk reward of using them versus saving them so she can save herself from death or something else going on later. You know, um, that's always fun. And then if you want that Thor Loki. Uh, we haven't gotten to tactic cards yet, but it, this is where building starts to get a little cyclical for me, right? You think ahead to, mm-hmm. well, Thor's going to want to throw Loki at people, so you better bring Loki and put him in the roster. Um, All right. And I'm just curious, uh, do you like Loki with a gem or just a uh, four-threat Loki? 
So I play a lot of games with players who are not as competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I do play competitive games a lot, but when I'm just playing for fun with my family, um, I tend to leave things like gems off to make it simpler for everybody to play. Mm-hmm. So personally, um, unless I'm getting really into um, a, a seriously competitive match, I, I skip the infinity gems. Fair enough. We will uh, we'll just have a good old fourth threat Loki along for the ride. He's definitely got enough tricks on his card to be fun to play without his gems. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a recent uh, gigantic Loki fan, but that's a, that's another topic for another time. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, if I was going all in on Asgard, I would probably just take all the Asgardians. There's what, six of them? Six of them uh, released at the moment. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With two coming up. Yep, got to Scourge and Heimdall on the on the rise. Uh, yep. So alas, we can't quite talk about what they would do in your roster yet. So we're going to stick with the six that are currently released. Cool. Uh, so that'll be Thor and Valkyrie, Hela and Loki, and then Angela and Enchantress. Mm. All I right. Do so. Like I feel like she doesn't get her due often enough. She's fun as a character. She, she really is. And that's that's one that I fell in love with her on uh, the the old cartoon. The, uh, yes, oh she's great in that. Yeah. the Is that Avengers Assemble or Mighty, Earth's Mightiest Heroes? But anyway, yeah, she, was, uh, she had a, a really good uh, part in that. See, there's really... Nothing not to love about the Asgardians, in my personal opinion. If you like Asgard, you're going to like them all. So let's put them all in. Why not? Absolutely. So that covers uh, that covers six of them. Uh, do you want to start to, I guess, well, like we have any option. What, uh, what characters would you like to start splashing into Asgard? <laughs> um, so... The perhaps wise thing to do would be to try to get a second affiliation that has more flexibility of threat values in there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stick to my guns and we're going to build Asgard. We're going to splash four characters that are fun. Yes, let's do it. So um, I said earlier that Electra and, um, and her hand ninjas, which always come along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mystique are like my mandatory splashes. If I'm just reaching into the bin of characters to grab who's fun to play, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull those two first, and then uh, all for it. Two more. So good splashes for threat flexibility. I like to bring um, X23 and Honey Badger. Ooh, I like it. They go well together, and they give you. You know, you you get that two and three threat in there for the Asgardians who are so high threat overall to try to get some more flexibility. Mm-hmm. And they're they're brawlers. I love the brawlers. They're going to get in there and they're going to stab people with adamantium claws, and it's going <laughs> to be awesome. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, this uh, this list looks extremely brawly, and I have no problem with that. Uh, I guess one question I, I do have, and not that we need to go back and add or anything, uh, with the Asgardians that we currently have released uh, in any other rosters like them, like maybe Wakanda or anything, do you find value in some of the rogue agents like Winter Soldier or Taskmaster usually, or...? I do enjoy to bring a taskmaster and maybe that would have been a wise decision, but again, we're sticking to guns here. We're going for brawling. Absolutely. <laughs> we're splashing characters we like, and we're going to have a good time. <laughs> that we are. Uh, cool. So from here, we, we kind of have characters uh, figured out. Do you typically then go to crisis cards or tactic cards or kind of bounce back and forth? Yeah, so generally I go characters first and then tactic cards and then occasionally revising characters if I forgot about a synergy like the Thor-Loki thing, let's say. We forgot mm -hmm. about Loki, oops, go back and put him in. Um, and so I, I tend to do tactic cards second and then crises last when all of that's settled because then you know what, what kind of threat values you're looking at. Like I said, I, I feel like crises are the point where you do want to get a little bit uh, thinky about how, mm -hmm. making sure that you can actually play the threat values you brought with you. Absolutely. It's not terribly complex, but I like to do it last once everything else is settled. Okay. Well, in that case, let's, uh, let's do some tactic cards. Sure. So um, as guardian, I, I like to start with the affiliated cards because again, they're thematic and they tend to, one of the restrictions to them is having the right affiliation. So they tend to play well with the affiliation that they go with. It's, it's good stuff. It's straightforward. Yeah. Synergies. Um, who, who would think in the, the same affiliation? Who would have thought? <laughs> um, so for Asgard, what do I like? Uh, Rainbow Bridge. It's, it's fun. It's useful. It's thematic. Recently got a tweak in the CA 10 pack mm -hmm. um, to make it more in line. Again, I, I, when I'm playing with friends and family for fun, I'm not trying to build the most heinous thing that I can think of. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I like to play the, the newly rebalanced cards that make things less heinous for everybody. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, we, I put such a fine point on it. We have to bring sibling rivalry. Oh, how could um, we not? How could we not? Um, and then let's see, we've got, who are our splash carriers? Mystique and Electra. So Vendetta and Deception to give them something to do if they're on the field. Um, I like Vendetta and a brawly team because you're going to get in there and you're either going to smash people into blood or get smashed into blood. <laughs> Those <laughs> or both. are the options, yeah. Or both, which is the best match. <laughs> um, so Vendetta will work well, um, especially with our low threat splash characters who are likely to get bloodied faster. Yep, Honey Badger's got that uh, the uh, too dangerous to ignore, so one that's pretty easy to to get beat up on uh, Electric and go hunt down the the bully. Absolutely. Electra's got a soft spot for kids with knives. 
Um, let's see what else. So after that, we kind of start looking at the the generics, the unaffiliated cards that don't go to any specific character. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, we're we're playing an affiliation and splash characters that don't have a ton of specifics, which means we've got room for the generics. Kind yeah, of absolutely. A bit, buying some time while I think. <laughs> um, well, something to, to throw at you, uh, and it's not necessarily super character specific, uh, but would work well for X23 and Honey Badger is I think is it's an exceptional healing which is mm-hmm. kind of their own personal Odin's blessing, I guess, is another possibility, at least. Yes. It's got X in the name, so I always sort of ping it as an X-Men card, but it is, in fact, unaffiliated. And that would definitely help them survive. But Thor's leadership does also help them survive. Let's put it in. That's true. All right. the suggestion. We're going for fun. Put it in. <laughs> Make it. So how many are we at? Let's see. All right. So with the one affiliated rainbow bridge, and then we've got uh, basically four character specific cards with sibling rivalry, vendetta, deception, and exceptional healing. Mm -hmm. So we've got five open spots at the moment. Let's get face me is fun for a team that wants to fight. Get over here and fight. Absolutely. Whatever you're doing over there, stop it. Come here and fight me. Come, come over here and punch me. But I get to punch you back. <laughs> um, Indomitable is good because we're a brawly team that doesn't do a lot of... We could clear damage slowly with Thor's leadership and exceptional healing, but um, wouldn't want to get stuck with too many nasty side effects. Mm-hmm. like being shoved or thrown around so we could take that one um yeah which will which will save us from from getting thrown out of the range to punch we don't like that we want to stay in punching range yep um no escape is good let's do that and do some more punching on top of our punching how many is that? Uh, we've got uh, two left. Okay. I got so excited about the punching, I forgot to count. Um, As guardians have the Asgardian superpower, and they're generating a lot of power. They're getting in scraps. So let's try follow me. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. So I'm going to punch, and then my friend over here is going to punch. It's going to be awesome. Yep, absolutely. And then one more. Seeing red. I think that's got Thor on it, in fact. I think it does, yeah. There we go. Perfect. So that's for when we inevitably get punched back due to all of our aggressive punching. And it's going to happen. And that's going to be okay. And when it does happen, we're going to see red about it. Yep. And also, like, just being able to play that, uh, like, Honey Badger takes the hit for X-23, X-23 gets upset about it, and she goes, uh, well, seeing red. Mm-hmm. Berserker Barrage. 
Absolutely. Awesome. So that is 10 tactic cards. So we've got the Rainbow Bridge, the Sibling Rivalry, Vendetta, Deception, Exceptional Healing, Face Me, Indomitable, No Escape, Seeing Red, and Follow Me. So quite to, if anybody thought that we weren't here to brawl, uh, hopefully the characters <laughs> and tactic cards at this point have shown you otherwise. Hopefully so. Otherwise you're in for a really ugly surprise. <laughs> uh, cool. And that brings us to crisis cards. Oh, yeah. So off the top, we definitely want to bring hammers. Again, I like bringing hammers even when I'm not playing Asgard because mm-hmm. I like picking up hammers and hitting people with them. So I think it's time. Oh, Worthy Terrorized Cities is the yeah. real name of Hammers for everyone playing along at home. Um, so that's a good 18 threat, which is a nice number for us to be able to hit with the threat values that we have. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully it encourages our opponent to indulge us in some lovely fisticuffs. Yeah, who wants to run away when your character's holding hammers? They, hammers are made for punching. Hammers hitting. are made for swinging. <laughs> Um, and then, well, I guess we started with extracts, so I'm gonna, that's just a thing that I do. I'll always start with extracts. There's no reason for it. There's no like deep strategy. That's just how the, like the order of operations in my brain. Um, uh, what else? Alien ship. All right. It's a good, a good 20, good for smashing. Yeah, get no, that that's the, uh, if you don't smash, get punished. So mm-hmm, smash, mm-hmm. smash good. Smash good. We love it. Um, and then need a third one that we would not hate drawing, even though we're really hoping we get hammers. Hmm. <laughs> hammers two? Hammers two electric boogaloo. Ooh, yes. Um, I guess Montessi formula. That All right. Be fun. You get some zaps. Zaps are good. They're not as good as punches, but they're still good. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I've, so, I've become a, a really big fan of uh, of that one just because they're sometimes it's kind of like, oh yeah, and Honey Badger like knows how to read magic book and suddenly lightning bolt. It, it's magic. It, it can do a lot of stuff. Maybe she has latent magical sorcery. We don't know unless we give her a book and find out. <laughs> Just read faster, and then just suddenly, I love it. <laughs> what does it say? What does it say? It says zap. Um, yeah, that should be fun. That's a good three. And then you know we have a, a seventeen thread in there, which is almost inevitable. I think I think a wise thought to have at the back of your brain is to assume that you're going to get a seventeen threat crisis, and that's what you're going to mm-hmm. find. It's the most common number. So yep. It's wise to have a plan for who you're going to field if you get 17. Absolutely. Uh, and then we are just left with the secures. Secures. Uh, let's do Demons Downtown. We've got a high threat value, a low number of tokens, which is good because we're not going to be playing wide in all likelihood. 
Um, So we don't want to have to control too many points. Um, And then getting incinerated is mildly less terrible if you have a lot of ways to heal yourself. I mean, it's never good, but we also want to brawl. So let's all, what's better than brawling while on fire? The the more I think about this, the better this idea becomes. Demons downtown. With leadership, like it's just kind of like, oh, I'm you're incinerated. I'm not incinerated anymore. Everybody's on fire and swinging hammers in an optimal situation. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) What is not to love about this plan? All right. So far, I'm all aboard. Now we need our 66% chance that we don't get demons downtown. Sadness. Actually, it's higher than that. We don't even know if we pick secures. But regardless, <laughs> what else should we bring? Uh, Terrigen Mists is a good 20, and I enjoy the mechanic of them moving around and poisoning people, just floating mm-hmm. around and getting poisoned. So, I mean, Asgard's don't love getting poisoned and losing their power, but nobody does. So I don't think it's that terrible. Um, and it, it's got a high threat ceiling, so we can definitely get lots of characters on the field if we play it. Yep. Um, last one. Let's do intrusions and seals collapse. Yes. Yes. That's a 19. And it's just, I, I enjoy the mechanic. You you risk getting teleported where you want to go or where you don't. So maybe Honey Badger doesn't have that uh, that mystic power of hers on lock just yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then if everybody's bopping between them, it, it helps us guardians get into the range to do what we want to do, which is wallop people really hard repeatedly. <laughs> yep, absolutely. It's just uh, like... Thor, Thor walks through one portal, bops somebody on the head, then goes back through the portal and bops somebody else on the head. And, uh, maybe ends up in Narnia, maybe doesn't. We don't know. It's all exciting. I, I do like the random chance on, on the crises too, because I think it provides like dynamic mid-game decisions when something goes a little bit askew. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's not where I expected Thor to go. What are we going to do now, Thor? <laughs> What is plan B and why is it still smash? (laughs) Well, we know the answer to that. (laughs) So that's a fun three. See, I I wouldn't be disappointed in getting any of these, which is always the goal. You want to pick three that you're going to be happy with any of them and you're going to have a good time no matter what. Yep. Uh, Cool. And so for those who haven't been writing down everything that we've been saying, uh, our overall roster looks like uh, our characters. We've got Thor, Valkyrie, Hela, Loki, Angela, and Enchantress, who have somehow recruited Elektra, Mystique, and then X-23 and Honey Badger. Uh, the tactic cards, we've got Rainbow Bridge, Sibling Rivalry, Vendetta, Deception, and Exceptional Healing. We also then have Face Me, Indomitable, No Escape, Seeing Red, and Follow Me. Uh, And then if all of that didn't say, let's get into Brawl Enough, we've got Hammers, Alien Ship, and the Montessi Formula, uh, which all reward attacking. 
And then we've got Demons Downtown, which just makes you want to hit people more. Uh, Terrigen Mists and Intrusions. Sounds like a party to me. Uh, yes, it absolutely will be. And I am excited to, to get to run this uh, here in the next uh, week or so. Uh, I look so, forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, hopping on with me and getting to craft this uh, masterpiece that I am really excited <laughs> to, to get to try out now. Uh, I do have one last question uh, that I always, it's, it's just kind of a, a fun one in my opinion to see what uh, you guys as developers of a comic book game, uh, what comic book arc uh, that you've enjoyed recently would you like to share or maybe like a classic one would you say like hey like go go back and pick this up kind of a thing sure so i think last time i gave you the uh something for electra and hulk mm-hmm. the og smasher so um let's see recently i enjoyed the the mini series inferno that came out the new one okay um so that's that's great if you also enjoy Mystique. Um, so Mystique, sorry, I, I want to talk about it, but I can't because you might be about to go read it. So we're gonna we're gonna stop <laughs> saying words about it. Just, just go pick up, uh, and that's the the twenty twenty one run, right? Yes. Uh, so I guess without spoiling too much, I guess who who are some of the. Uh, <clears throat> the mainstay characters of the the series um, without giving out too much mystique for sure um and the the council of krakoa so all of those schemers doing their various schemes for and against and double crossing one another continues to go down in inferno um Moira McTaggart is in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She's up to stuff. Um, and then the, uh, the, the one, the only, I suppose, <laughs> Destiny. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I, this is not one I've got to, to read myself, uh, but I, I have read some of the X-Men stuff where they're their own independent nation now and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it has left uh, just such a really cool opportunity for the writing of the different uh, mutant stories and stuff. So uh, looking forward to diving into this one. Sounds like a plan. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Uh, and thank you for everybody listening. I hope you enjoyed uh, this uh, roster construction, maybe gained some uh, some insights so that you can use in your own roster building. Uh, and always make sure you have that uh, plan A and plan B of smash things, throw terrain, and uh, all that fun, fun stuff that makes this game just so entertaining to play. Uh, thank you all for listening. And until next time, keep on gaming.